Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth. back. I'm your host, Gary Goldberg, my co-host, Dr. Kirk Elliott, kirkelliottphd.com forward slash S-G-T-S-A-M. Uh, we haven't been together for a couple weeks, so I'm excited to get the Samurai Silver Report back on schedule. We've just been busy men, uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on with Doc, a lot of, a lot of family and you know, birthdays and wrestling season and business and everything else on my end. But uh, we got some new sponsors. So check out mypatriotcigars.com forward slash or uh, actually promo code SGTSAM. They got a great, great um, sampler pack. To, that's a great idea for holiday. So if you got any cigar fishing and autos in your life, go check them out over there. Patriot run company. And then also Freedom First Coffee is a new sponsor of our show. So uh, promo go to SGT, go check them out. We would love to support the Patriot companies and uh, yeah, help them support us. Awesome. So let's get into it, man. We haven't talked in a while and there's been some wild stuff going on, sir. Yeah, brother. It's been crazy. Sorry. My voice is a little bit gone. I kind of, I think I'm channeling what you got a little while back with yep. uh, no voice and upper respiratory stuff. But you know what? We're fighters and we get through it. So, oh, power on, sir. Yeah, power on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the last couple of weeks have been pretty wild. We had um, FTX go belly up, which we'll, yep. we'll cover that a little bit. But but the bigger thing that that we have to talk about is the rate increases because that impacts everybody right now, right? Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago, the Fed raised rates another three quarters of a point, slow down inflation, like which they've done every month for the last six months. We've been so, talking about it every Monday for the most part. <laughs> yeah, so so it's starting to have not good results, right? It's actually having devastating economic impacts on on the economy so so six could have seen that ago, coming doc we talked about <laughs> it right? i mean we talked about it I so know, i know so you well, six months ago you had a quarter point and then half a point and then four months in a row of three quarters three quarters three quarters three quarters right so so here's the thing federal funds rate, which is the rate that keeps going up when the Fed raises it. And that's the, the rate that banks lend back and forth to each other, right? That went from zero to uh, 4%. Okay. Zero. I mean, or maybe yeah. a quarter of a point it, it was back when mm-hmm. this all started. Now it's at, at 4%. Well, Ray Dalio, um, billionaire hedge fund manager, just a, a really smart guy. Um, he said, when we get to 4.75, we'll probably see another 20% reduction in the stock market because it's just math. It's just cost of borrowing will go up too much. People won't be able to afford to live, to buy, to do much of anything. So then um, Chief Operating Officer uh, Daniel, uh, what's his name? 
Daniel something. It's it's not Jamie Dimon, but it's their their co-president and COO said mm-hmm. the same thing. It's like, oh my word, two big dogs saying the same exact thing, probably another 20% market correction. And then to, to make matters worse, the, the president of the IMF, International Monetary Fund, said yep. the same thing, right? So all of them in concert within a two-day span say, hey, when rates get to 4.75, we're going to see another 20% reduction in the U.S. stock market, which is already down 29% year to date. So you're talking about a 49% correction in about a 12-month spam. Not good, right? So, nope. so Chairman Powell, and I and I read because it's what I have to do, and it's not that mm-hmm. I like to, but I read the Board of Governors minutes from every every Federal Reserve Board of Governors meeting, right? So we this is how we knew that they were going to raise rates three quarters of a point. So before it happened, this is why we talk about these things, right? But two other things were said in, in the announcement that weren't necessarily expected. The second thing was kind of expected by half the people and kind of expected by the other half and not expected by the other half. And that was, man, and this is my paraphrase, okay? It's, he didn't say it exactly like this, but he said the same same message. The economy kind of stinks and we're raising rates to slow down inflation and inflation hasn't slowed down. In fact, it's at the highest point in 40 years. You'd think after six months of, of raising rates, we would have impacted inflation, but we're not, mm-hmm. right? And what else are we killing? We're killing real estate. Since May, $1.5 trillion of homeowners equity has vanished, just mm-hmm. Yep. And it's still not over with the rate increases, right? So and then they've seen the stock market collapses. So this is what Chairman Powell is kind of beating around the bush at when he's talking. So like the trifecta death. It is the trifecta of death. So so they then have to make an announcement saying, you know what? Uh, inflation's devastating to America, and, and it's not really working quite yet what our policies. So therefore, we're going we're gonna to keep raising rates, but we're going to slow down the rate of growth. So maybe next time we'll see a half a point, order a quarter of a point or something like that, right? So some people expected he was going to say that. Some people did not, okay? So now go to the third point that he said, and this is the devastating one, and it should put shivers in every investor in America. And that is, since it hasn't worked and inflation is so horrible, we've got to keep trying until it works. So we're going to have indefinite rate hikes, right? Just forever until they kill inflation. Well, okay. Isn't that the definition of insanity? Pretty much. I mean, trying the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah, because here's here's the real issue with this hand here with my right hand, they're printing printing money. They're pressing the button on the printing press and printing money to fund every stimulus known to humankind. Right. Mm-hmm. Then with the left hand, they're saying, ah, there's a lot of inflation out there. They're not saying that they're creating it by printing money, but they're saying there's inflation. We've got to slow it down by raising interest rates. Right. So so here's the problem. They're not going to stop stimulus, Garrett. And so. Therefore, I don't see them actually stopping interest rate hikes either. Now, they'll probably slow them down because if they keep up at this rate, they absolutely kill the economy overnight Yeah, because it's already impacted the real estate. It's already impacted everything in a negative way. So we're going to have rate increases going on for a long, long time, which means probably when the next rate hike or the one after we hit that 4.75 federal funds rate, the Dalio, the IMF and JP Morgan mm-hmm. talked about. And you get another big correction in the stock market, right? So 
So you've got this going on. You've got the election, right? Okay, yep. so the election happened since the last time we talked. And here's my analysis. It was a nothing <laughs> burger. It was a nothing burger, right? And so, yep. so you, you've got hardly- That's also done on house. design, so. Yeah, so the House changed a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. The Senate didn't really change at all. Nope. So to me, when the economy stunk before the election- Nothing really changed in the election. The economy is going to stink after the election, Mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, it's just reality. It's like the policymakers didn't really change. Granted, same idiots are in control. House changed a little bit, right? Um, Evidently, the the conservatives have have control, but we'll see how they act, right? I'm I'm not convinced. Is it enough to? Is it enough to affect change in policy? Is it enough to affect change in in the country and the direction it's going? We don't know. I mean, I don't think so because what you've got is you're going to have a stalemate, right? You've got Democrat-led White House, you've got Democrat-led Senate, and then you've got a a GOP uh, marginal-controlled House. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have stalemate, right? It's like nothing's really going to impact a lot at this juncture. Well, I, so lost, I lost faith in that in when when we had the House, the Senate, and the presidency, and nothing happened. I mean, nothing. nothing they were happened. blocking him where he could have done so much more, and and they were just. But that's also a leadership problem. Yeah. So so what did we have before? We had rising taxes, rising interest rates, and rising inflation and job shrinkage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's what we had. And so that's what we're going to have before. So so the day of the election, you know, the 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 talking heads on mainstream media. Oh, this is really great for the economy. But like they always do. Right. It's like it's just big cheerleader session. Mm-hmm. And the markets were up a little bit that day. The next day is like the, the hangover effect. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and reality sets in and and they say, oh, my word, uh, nothing's going to change and the economy stunk before the election. Great. Now what? So then like the stock market came down 680 points that day. That's the real impact of what people think of the economy is the day after, right? Yep. Then then the next day, the, the plunge protection team or whoever decided, well, boy, yesterday stunk. We, we can't have people think that right. And, and this lame duck Congress right before January. So, so it went up like 800 points and then it comes down, then it goes up. So here's, here we go. Uh, Next rate hike increase. You're going to see contraction, more contraction. You're going to see the bond market getting shellacked and to boot. Now you've got issues with cryptocurrency world, right? So FTX down in flames. And so let me just give a brief narrative of kind of, <laughs> kind of what happened. I mean, I've done numerous shows on this and, yep. and it's it's interesting. And so, so this guy, Sam Bankman fried, um, yep. I mean, 30 something went from, okay. He, he in three years went from just nothing to one, one of the wealthiest people in the world. Right. Yep. His net worth was in the tens of billions. Right. Mm-hmm. In three years. Yep. So, so here's how it all went down. So we've got this, this exchange and exchange is where you change your money for something else. Like the New York stock exchange, you exchange your money for stocks Yep. in this, in this exchange in the crypto world, you're changing your money for, for cryptocurrency of some sort. So, but they weren't allowed to take bank wires. So he set up, there was over a hundred companies that he had control of in this swamp, right? This is what's all starting to be exposed. 
One of them was Alameda Research. Alameda Research that was run by this young gal who was maybe in a relationship with this guy. We, you know, that's speculation, right? But, yep. but um, when she talks on the on TV and in interviews, it's like she doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And this is the sad reality. She doesn't know anything. And so it's um, amazing how people uh, with no experience, no money get put in these positions that they're controlling billions of dollars of assets. And it's all because their mommy, their daddy, everybody else is involved. And then they put their kids in play. Well, it's it's wild and it gets weirder than that. So so because um, FTX couldn't ex- get bank wires. Well, how did how did they get billions of dollars of assets? Well, it went into Alameda Research. So they got the wires. In three years, they got $8 billion worth of, of investor wires that went in. How much of that made it to FTX? Zero, a big goose egg. It's like, well, no wonder. So there's this guy named CZ, who is the founder of Binance, the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the larger shareholders of the cryptocurrency that FTX exchanges, which was called the FTT. It's mm-hmm. just a token. Right, like Bitcoin or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So, so he he was sniffing some bad potential business. And so he said, I, I want redemption. Well, he couldn't get it. Why? Because there was no liquidity. There was no money in there, right? So then that he somehow it leaked to Coindesk, like the, the news source for the crypto world, that, hey, mm-hmm. FTX might not have any liquidity. Huge run, like a run on the banks. Then everything got exposed, right? So all of this happened within weeks of central bank digital currency becoming the mainstream. We're we're under Biden's executive order 14067 that he signed back in March. You know, December 13th of this year, uh, cryptocurrency, central bank digital currency was going to start in in Mm -hmm. America, right? So, so. Does any so I start asking myself these questions? Does anybody trust the government right now? Well, no, no. they really don't. No. So why would they, in fact, trust a cryptocurrency issued by the Federal Reserve? Well, they they probably wouldn't. So mm-hmm. how about you kill the private sector? How about you you cause people to lose trust in cryptocurrency that's decentralized, right? Which is actually where there is privacy in the crypto world is in yep. decentralization. But say the decentralized cryptocurrency where look, it failed. So how about you trust the government? It's centralized. We'll have transparency of all transactions. And you and I have talked about this. Yeah, we said it on my show that like literally they just ran a a color revolution on the crypto market to make it look like they're bad and we have the answer. That's all they just did. They did, like you said, they destroyed their their competition and they're like, but we do it right. Just because everything else they do seems to work out so well that they handle financial uh, situations on. So let's, let's just give more money to them over there. Another wild point was his father, Bankman's father helped write the crypto laws with Jim. Janet Yellen. I know. And and it gets even like, come on, man. His mom's involved. Like it's insane. Well, his mom runs a couple nonprofits. What is shocking? Shocking. Ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting, right? Shocking. Where did they get a lot of their funding from from FTX? Who are the donors to FTX? We don't know. Mm -hmm. Because it's because it's decentralized blockchain. So mm-hmm. you technically don't know who is funding these entities, right? They're and using the same system that they're telling you is bad to launder their own money, but it's okay for them to launder their own money, but it's not okay for you to have privacy. No, I mean, it's this. so this is all just a big, big, weird. Smoke and mirrors, man. 
it's wild, but it's it's causing people to pull out of crypto world, maybe lose trust in cryptocurrency as we know it, so they can do an end run around it. And central bank digital currency, complete transparency. You know what? Let's give the government a shot. Let's try to trust them. At least there's transparency there. I mean, this is the this is the messaging that subliminally they're. I think they're trying to they're get trying to push. Now, do you feel the people that are like I'm not heavily involved in crypto? I don't know if you are. Um, I'm not at all. I, I, I'm not, yeah, me I neither. So this is just disclaimer. But I know a lot of people who are, and those type of people, I don't think they're going to run from this that quick. No, they they really they really won't. But I don't think they will. The ones that are really educated on the process and how it goes. I mean, I never bought into it because I'm like, what? So I just make something up. I'm like, this is just like fiat currency to me. Like it, like in my head, that's just what it is. We talk about the silver, the gold, all that stuff, land, all that stuff. Like I can physically build a house on it. I can physically hold it in my hand. So that's where like my mindset is more fact based. I'm not saying that crypto is not a way to go. There's a lot of people that made a, a, a ton of money, but it's even like NFTs, right? I'm like, so you drew picture in metabase and now i'm supposed to buy property on some real estate in the metaverse and all that like it just doesn't compute in my simple brain right so like for me i'm like rather i'm like oh sweet gun ammo silver land cool yeah, i'm good well, <laughs> you know absolutely i mean so so this so sam bankman fried his net worth went from 16 billion to zero in 72 hours but really well <laughs> you know a lot of a lot of investors theirs did right yep. so so here's the thing which how many times has real estate gone to zero well never how about oil and gas well never well how about gold and silver well never right T things don't ever go to zero mm -hmm. so as, as i'm looking at this it's like don't invest in something that could go away overnight like enron you know whack yep. in the went, went away overnight it's amazing how much they look right like right bernie and him I mean, it looks like it, a young Bernie and, and Amazon, Jeff Bezos, the first company ever to lose a trillion dollars in market share, right? A trillion. And what did he do? He's laying off 11,000 people right before the holiday season. What? They're the largest e-commerce retailer on the, on the planet, right? So this is the holiday season. They should be hiring people, not laying people off. But he's he's realizing people aren't spending money right now. His company just lost a trillion dollars of market share, right? Yep. So, so things are not good in the economy. And this is a function of not just Biden's plan for America, but this the global economy is tired. It's it's too much ridden with debt, right? It's it's overloaded um, and it needs to correct, right? So so here's where we can actually then flee for a safe haven, right? That's with gold and silver, like you and I have been talking about for a long time, but predominantly silver. And I would do all silver at this point, right? Because over the last seven weeks, um, and this one we did talk about in one of our previous shows, when silver was coming down, because it had a, everything goes up and comes down, yeah. it goes up and comes down, right? And its last correction, it, it came down to the $18 threshold. And what did we say? Garrett, we said it's going to hit this threshold and it's going to bounce up like a trampoline, mm -hmm. right? So it, it actually went for, to 1760 and it went to, I don't know, almost 22 in seven weeks. Yep. That's a 23% gain in seven weeks, mm -hmm. right? So, so here's where when we're talking about all this garbage happening in the economy, politically, economically, socially, everything. How can I even have a smile on my face, right? Well, it's because we've been shouting it from the rooftops for a long time for people to get out of the path of the hurricane, to get to safe ground, 
to do something good and and reduce their risk and, and maximize their return. We were doing that with silver, right? Mm-hmm. So most people would say, Al, I'll take 23% in a year. That's an amazing return. How about seven weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So as everything else is kind of falling apart, are the people that 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 we've you know shouted to the rooftops too about yeah. going into silver, they're actually prospering and thriving. And this is where we can actually have a smile on our face, thrive during times like this, be in the right place at the right time. And then as, as the foundations around us continue to erode, as the economy continues to get worse, we can be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, minimize our risk, maximize our return. And what an awesome place to be. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's well said, you know, so guys, definitely go, go over, check them out. There's a free survey let you the guys know how he can help you the best, whether it's turning over your 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, or to purchase physical metals. Um, you know, everybody's in a different situation. Everybody, you know, some people are more liquid than others. I think a lot of people are liquid at this point because they're scared to invest in certain things. So if you can, like we always say, like other things go to zero. These historically have never gone to zero, like, like physical things that you have haven't gone to zero. So it's just the way we're trying to, you know, tell you guys to help protect yourself whether it's you know five thousand dollars whether it's a hundred thousand dollars whether it's 200 bucks like start somewhere start small you know like because the the the, the, there's no further you know i don't i don't think we have to give you any more evidence showing you that shit ain't going the right way so you know so i appreciate you coming back on it's great to actually sit and talk to you i know we had a couple uh couple weeks off just with our scheduling and everything else but check out dr kirk um and then also check out MyPatriotCigars.com. Great holiday gift, the sampler pack, uh, promo code SGTSAM, and also our new sponsor, Freedom First Coffee. Go check them out, SGT. All right. Uh, loved having you on, as always. Great talking to you, and we will see you next week. See you later. Have a good time one. We ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. (laughs) If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth.